Hi, and welcome to the Odette Press Love Letter. I'm Kelly Laughlin, the founder of Odette Press, and as always, I'm glad you're here. Today, it's September 26th. We are winding our way out of the month of September into October and into this brand new season ahead. If you're just joining in, Creative Nourishment is located always over at odettepress.substack.com. Odette Press is a creative studio dedicated to the art of the everyday, the nature of life, and using writing and creative practice in general as a way to connect to ourselves, to each other, and to the world around us. So my hope is that these audio recordings or reading the newsletter serves as a place for inspiration to share your own stories or to connect to your own world or to connect to your creative process in some way. Over the last month in September, we've been exploring the kind of earthy nature, the grounding nature of connection to our creative process or grounding down into prompts through our creative practice. And this week we're exploring We're thinking about weather, getting into weather patterns, and again, the nature of life. So as always, take with you what works, leave what does not, and equip your creative process and practice with notebooks and cards over at odettepress.us. And you can follow along for behind the scenes and other snippets of the process over on Instagram at odettepress. I'm sharing with you some prompts that I turn to to ground down into finding a rhythm that works. And I really believe that when we find a rhythm that works for us in our lives, whether that's how we're relating to ourselves or to each other or relating to nature or relating to ourselves on the page, when we can find a rhythm that feels good, we are way more likely to return. And then that becomes something that we can sustain a little bit more easily over time. So today's letter, September 26th, It's called The Rain is Just the Rain. It's a meditation and a riff on rhythm, writing, and feeling. Come along for the journey if that is a yes for you. Autumn arrives overnight. The days so far gray and drenched. Boots on the pavement enter puddles and exit, splashing and passing. Wind gusts tugging under the fold of the umbrella, shielding intense and delicate. Water hits in rhythms on windows, on arms and eyelids. Shock of staccato on metal siding. Autumn arrives on the winds of a storm and brings with it a soundscape and is relentless. A city woken up, held inside, and lulled to sleep by the rain. What feels good to you? It's the question I linger with most days, whispered softly like a breath sometimes, or louder like a downpour at others. I remember when I am still enough to listen. The rain, decidedly, in this moment, does not feel good. Earlier in the day, I talked to friends. We were all complaining. The rain, the rain, the rain, we lament. We emphasize it like a chorus. We repeat it again and again. It ruins plans, we say. On Saturday, I'm walking to a show, and I start to pull on the thread of complaint because it's familiar, easy, and seductive in its repeating. The trail of thought that wants to say there is nothing good here about this rain. Cars crash through puddles, and who knows what flies up in those splashes. Boxes turn soggy, trash left out overnight. The breakdown of citrus peels and pizza crust in the street. I start to notice the rain, and start to notice that I'm telling myself a repeating story. This rain is intense. This rain is this. This rain. 
So I pause while I'm walking and I notice. I notice how repeating the story of resisting the moment shows up in my body, furrowed brows, shoulders round, and I curl in. I choose this moment to go inward. I feel the story in my mind like a hand gripping around, crumpling a piece of paper. And then awareness comes in. For a minute, I am the witness, the observer. It gives me spaciousness just enough. I realize I have no say in whether the seasons shift or whether the sun comes out, but I do have the moment of now, the one where the glimmer of awareness comes in and neutralizes the experience like a deep breath that tells me this rain is just the rain. The rain is the rain, an experience is an experience, a thought is a thought, and it's all fine. It's the storyline or feeling tone that we assign that adds on weight or levity. I feel this glimmer of awareness push through like a plant on a sidewalk, like blue sky hints pushing through the gray day. The awareness is neutral and then bright like sunlight, like a breath on a clear day. I feel into the sensate nature of the weather, the contrast, how the rain lets me know the boundaries of my existence, cold drops making contact with warming skin. As I reach out, I feel the drops of water hanging on the ends of branches. I am walking again and have shifted states. I am relaxing. The rain is a companion. The rain is necessary. The rain is a thinking place. The rain is a minute for rhythm. These days, a cocoon. That night, I walk home, repeating and retracing my steps throughout the city. I see a show and have echoes of a chorus that I've been singing for months trailing through my body. It makes its way seemingly through every cell, every thought. Music so loud I can feel it everywhere. Songs that have held me through drives and daylights and delights and wandering and words. I learn through the act of repeating and repeating. I wonder what it would look like if the rain could sing a song, I think, if the dots of water rained down and made their way on the page, if nature's patterns, movements, and repetitions were given the credence of language. What would the wind speak? What does the sky say? Nature is creative, generative, adaptive, always. Creativity is a channel and flow of experience through our own being and our own existence. Like the rain, our lives have a rhythm to them outpouring their own pace of connection, expression, and cadence. Rhythms play with and against each other. Some are steady, some erratic, like the weather, or like the ways that some people orbit in each other's lives in varying levels and frequencies. But being with ourselves is an ongoing, everyday thing. And writing teaches me to be with that rhythm of myself more, how to learn not to just tolerate my own existence, but enjoy it and find pleasure in it and celebrate it. Like the weather, some of these moments with our inner landscapes are torrential, pounding against the windows, loud on the sidewalk. Some days trace themselves easily like sunlight across our skin, like a rain's gentle mist. Some days are activating, boring, other days delightful and soothing. The rain is just the rain, though, part of the whole ecology, the whole of the experience. The mind is just the mind. The experience is experience. As we write or create, finding a rhythm that works and feels good becomes essential for the ease of flow and returning. The easier that we make it for our practice to unfold, the more likely we are to return to it. If we approach writing, making, relating, or any kind of creative expression or connection with resistance, armoring, rigidity, a tight fist, it is much harder to access that creative expression and flow. Ground down into noticing, wondering, and feeling. Take a breath, pause the story, ground down. Settle in, or sometimes, if you need, pick up the pace. 
I don't think I can write to you about place, pace, and tempo without acknowledging being in a city, especially one that thrums with the threads of quickness, how this repeating becomes a culture and identity, its own chorus, how relating to something repeatedly becomes ingrained in our brains and our bodies, and how we have the choice to choose what we let into the rhythms of our lives, what feels like a detriment, a skillful challenge, or a pleasure in the process. When I hear a repeating story, I prefer not to believe I try my best to turn towards it, tending to it, whisper to it slowly, or hold it close in the body like, it's okay, you can let that go. Or like this week, you're right on time. I often consider rhythms, sounds, pacing, and things repeating, and whether what gets repeated is aligned with what is actually something we care about, think, believe, feel, embody, and want to say. In my days of making music and printmaking, I was immersed in rhythms and repetitions, and through those processes, learned to find pleasure in the nuance of it, learning about variations and expressing through iteration. Anticipating a rhythm became a grounding place, a comfort, a safe haven because of that familiarity, while iteration was an ingredient for humility, building capacity to repeat something with a willingness to admit when something needs to shift. Crafting creative rhythms of soothing, grounding, strengthening, supporting, activating, and then safety have kept me in the flow of life repeatedly. They teach me again and again to value the process as the gift and the reward, not just the end result. As humans, we may look often for patterns in order to feel safe. We may look for repetitions for a feeling of safety. And that sense of safety is often a precursor to being able to express ourselves creatively. Uncertainty can also be an altar to the process of life, a place ripe and surprising, and often the unknown is the most intimate. So when we can learn to be with that, to be with ourselves, to be with the process, we're really building a sense of strength. Slowing down the pace is what I know to turn to in moments that spark uncertainty. Writing can be slow, and so it helps to settle the cadence of thinking helps us unpack the spirals, channel the thoughts out from the sometimes flood of the mind through our bodies into the basin of the page, as can breathing, resting, meditating, whatever your ingredient is. Sometimes the mind's a downpour, sometimes a drip. Like the rain, we can turn to the mind and say, hey, it's all okay here. How often do you like to write or draw or express? Does your process feel neutral, fine, challenging, good? And can you find a way to stay with it? Grounding into rhythm this week, play around, shake things up if you want. Stay still in one place if that feels good. Let a single moment be a drop of water on the surface of the lake of your life. Try writing in the morning, switching it up to the night. Maybe a meal time is a chorus, a place to ground down, a time that's ripe with reflecting. Maybe the autumn arrived and with it more threads for writing to pull on. Maybe you're savoring summer still. Maybe you're mourning or you're ready to emerge or to turn in. Tune into your own ecology. Notice the rhythms that exist within you in your own life and add your creative time in when it makes sense. When you've already tuned into that creative tone or when it feels best. And play with tempo. Write fast if your mind's alive or try writing slowly. Slow it down. Ask yourself how slow you can go. If that feels good, feel it all. Put your favorite songs on and see if the sound assists with the thoughts, immersion, and expression. 
Notice if the shift in state gives you energy, challenges you, brings some kind of delight. Let's find some pleasure in this process. Notice when the resistance is an outcry of pain or the discovery or of discomfort is just trying something new. Try this pattern for a week or a month. Tune into the sound of the mind. Is it a loud song, a quiet place, something in between? Do you even like the songs you're singing? If not, sing the song of something different. Notice what you notice. The rain is just the rain. Let's be with it. As we are winding down into September, my hope is that these last four weeks of newsletters have been grounding for you. And I'm excited to announce two new experiences running live and then available online coming next month. First is Pleasure Portal, tuning into delight in the process of the page and embodying the artist. These are mind, body, and creative practice related experiences. These are going to be online. And then they'll head to the recording library, which you can find over at kellyodettelaughlin.com slash shop. You can also find updates on upcoming in-person experiences over at kellyodettelaughlin.com slash workshops. Otherwise, hope that your days are creative and if they're cocooning, then they feel good. And if they're challenging, then you're learning and you're strengthening and also finding some ease because that is a big part of life. See you next month in October which is next week as we explore pleasure and the joy of the process. Till then, be well and take good care. Until next week. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, Odette Press is a creative studio with journals and cards and paper goods. It is also a community. And thank you so much for being part of this community. If there's somebody in your life who you think might like this newsletter, resonate with these prompts, or just enjoy this community too, please send it along. We'd love to grow this community even more. You can shop journals and cards at www.odetpress.us. You can also reply to this newsletter to stay connected. Thank you so much. Take good care. Thank you.